Hey guys, this is your boy Groobs coming at you live for episode 22 of BDE Radio. I'm going to be doing this one solo. Uh, we've been down this path before, but I promise you it's going to be better. Cam is moving into his new spot. Him and Matty Moe are they're upgrading. They are absolutely 100% upgrading. He, he mentioned it last week, so um, we're going to run this one solo. I'll do better than last time. I didn't go as in-depth on topics last time, and this time I will. Um, we're going to talk about some fun stuff and some not-so-fun stuff. Um, it's kind of the way of the world right now, so we have to approach both, approach both ends of the spectrum, if you will. To start off with, we'll have some fun. We'll, we'll touch on some relationship advice, um, mainly for dudes. This is what we can and can't be doing, and some of this will apply to females as well. Next, we will give you a, I will give a state of the union on the status of all sports. Um, we, there's some things in the positive direction, some in the negative direction. And then on one more thing I will touch on is the whole Chris D'Elia situation. Um, and I think I'm going to wrap up with some chat my ass too, to give you a good little laugh on the way out. All right. So thanks for joining guys. I hope you stick around. And if you're new, I haven't said this in a while. If you are new, thank you for joining us first off and to all the L's, you know, I love you. So thank you. But if you are new. You are a new subscriber. We got a few this week. Go back to the very beginning and listen to the new ones so you understand me and Cam. You understand our our inside jokes, our our rhythm, our whole thing, all right? Um, We're glad you're here with us, but go back to the beginning. And if you're caught up, hell yeah. Let's go. Let's ride. All right, so let's get this thing started. So, gentlemen, buckle up because I'm coming at you. I'm coming for you. All right? So, men... Got to do better on our, our on our outfits, our fits. You know what I mean? Got to look good. Got to look good when we're going out. Going out, going on a date. Can't be looking sloppy. Can't be looking sloppy. Can't be wearing boot gut jeans, cargo shorts, cargo pants. Hey, get that shit out of here. Don't be just wearing rocking khakis either. That's some prep school shit, and we ain't about prep school shit here at BDE. That's LDE. Hey, all about that BDE in here, all right? So this is what you're going to go do, fellas. This is what you're going to go do. You're gonna First off, we're going to start with pants. Men, your pants need to fit. Now, I'm not talking about tight, tight, tight. Now, there is an exception to that, and I will get there. But your jeans need to fit. They need to be looking good. Shouldn't be overly tight to where they're showing bulge. They need to be showing a good amount of thigh. And showing a little bit of definition on your on your calves, but I'm I'm not talking skinny jeans, all right? You know what I mean, like straight cut or some shit like that that tapers down, but they're not they're not baggy. Get rid of the boot cuts. I know guys, I know the our demographic demographics down here in the south, and hey, I got boots, I love them. You want to get your shit kickers on? Let's go. That there's time and place for that, but when we're going out trying to you know, dressed to the nines, or if we're just going out to have a beer, let's let's look let's look good. All right, let's look good. Let's have some good fitting jeans that look good. There, hey, go spend some money. You're gonna need to spend some money. I'm talking close to a hundred dollars on or above. You can't go cheap. Don't go buy Levi's. Every girl can tell you if there was a Levi's. Don't go get Wranglers. Don't go to Walmart unless you're making jorts for a Halloween costume like me. At, as I was Gardner Minshew, all right? Get rid of the Wranglers, get rid of the Lees, get rid of the Levi's, go get you some good jeans, all right? 
you can usually find a good deal out there. I'm a big fan of uh, Lucky Brand. That's the one I enjoy. They fit me good. That's why I like them. Um, next, we're going to talk about shirts. So I'm not a big button-up guy. Not my thing. Don't really like to wear them for work either. But if you can rock it and you can and you can get it looking good, go for it. Um, tuck it in, wear a belt, do that whole deal. I'm not a big tuck in the shirt guy. I'm a t-shirt or a polo, golf polo, and let it let it hang. I am not a tuck in the shirt guy. If you can rock it and it looks good on you, go for it. I think that's more so for people with longer torsos, but I, I, that's not me. That is not me. So, no loose-fitting shirts either, guys. Pretty much we want everything to look kind of tailored, if that makes sense. Not too tailored like a suit to where you can't hug. Talking about it needs to be comfortably fitting, but still look good, like an athletic cut. So get you a nice plain t-shirt. Heck, it can just be a black t-shirt. Just go get you a nice black plain t-shirt, and that's all you need. That's all you need. If you want to rock a golf polo, go for it. Nothing crazy. Nothing crazy. Unless you want to be crazy, and if that's your thing, go for it. But I'm talking about the normal guy. Just go into the bar, t-shirt, golf polo, good good fitting, good pair of jeans, and then shoes. All right, this is where I struggle because I'm not a shoe guy. Not a shoe guy. Um, Cam is a shoe guy, but I think we can both agree on this. It's usually just get you a good pair of, like, Chelsea boots or something along those lines. Or, like, I'll, I'll rock tennis shoes. If you can rock tennis shoes, rock them, but... The main thing is, um, I know when mo- most guys go to the bar, they just wear their shittiest pair of shoes. You need to get a pair of shoes that you're okay with fucking up, but you need to take care of them. All right? You need to make sure they're clean because if you don't, you're gonna, the girls are going to see that. They notice that kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, and if you want to rock a hat, rock a hat. I don't really care. That's, that's all up to you. Don't wear a flat bill going to wear a hat don't wear a freaking flat bill this isn't the 2000s where we're not we're not in that era anymore we ain't wearing big ass t-shirts baggy shorts that ain't mm-mm. we ain't wearing flat bills no more unless you're out on the diamond do not rock a flat bill we're all about that nice little curve if you want to throw it backwards throw it backwards i don't care um i'll do it every now and then but hey Hey, it's pretty simple, fellas. It's a pretty simple formula. If you can follow that, good. Um, cologne. Cologne, cologne, cologne. Um, need a little bit, not too much. Girls want to be able to smell a man. They don't want to smell perfume. Makes sense? Pretty simple. Um, they also don't want to smell musk. So deodorant and a little bit of cologne, all right? Um, hair, 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 hair. This is, once again, a personal thing, so, so this takes a little bit of self-awareness. Um, if you got a good head of hair, go for it. If not, high and tight, baby. High and freaking tight. If you need to rock a fade, rock a fade. If you can rock long hair, I cannot. I rock a fade just because I can't rock long hair. It's not my thing. I, don't, I have that hair that goes out, not down. But if you have the hair that goes down, you want to look like John B. from... Outer Banks or JJ and all those preppy douchebags, go for it. But um, usually the way to go is a good high and tight, 
maybe not like military cut, but a good fade. Good fade is always good. It's a safe cut. Good to go. And it looks good. Um, so that's pretty much that. Um, next piece of relationship advice, fellas. When you're at the bar, you got your good outfit on now. You're there. Unless you are just dead set on just getting absolutely blasted with your boys, don't get blasted. Do not black out, okay? Hear me out on this. Because if you are trying to court a lady, if you're courting a female, they don't want to see you black out. They don't want to talk to a dude that's about to throw up all over himself or pee himself or fall over. They don't want to see that. They don't want to talk to that. Who, what girl in their right mind wants to, you know, date a guy that when he gets drunk, he can't remember her name or where he is and all that kind of stuff. Nobody wants that. And if you are already dating a girl or you're in the process of dating a girl, then you absolutely damn sure should not do it because you just will fuck you over. If you're in the early stages, fellas, that's a reason for them to cut and run. And this also goes for ladies as well. This is where I was tying it in with you guys too. Um, this is the same thing, same thing. No dude wants to have to worry about having to carry a girl all night, having to babysit. No dude wants to deal with that. All right. So don't do that either. Um, it's just, Hey, you can ruin some things. You can ruin some situations for yourself. Um, ruin some chances and it sucks because you could have had a really great thing with somebody, but you ruined it because you got abs. You had one too many shots of whatever you're doing or one too many beers, like, it sucks. So just very simple. Don't black out. Okay. On to the sports. Onward. All right. State of the Union. State of the Union of sports. So uh, the main reason I wanted to do this because I can't start this without approaching the biggest buffoon and stooge and hypocrite and idiot in America right now. And I hope you know what I'm talking about because I am talking about Dr. Frickin' Fauci. This guy has gone at every single angle possible at the coronavirus. He's on one side one week. He's on the other side one week. He's saying, yeah, the NFL could play. Now he's coming out saying, the NFL may not play if they don't have an Orlando-type bubble like they are in the NBA. Dude, shut, mm, just get out of here. This is literally three months away. Three months away. Can you predict the future? Hey, you've, you, hey, respect to you. You know way more stuff than this, uh, about this than I will ever know in my life. But I can tell you one thing. You cannot see the future on this thing because all your models and everything you said a few months ago, completely wrong. You were completely wrong. And yes, did we, did we, you know, minimize the, did we do what you said? And we, you know, flatten the curve. We did all that stuff. Yes. But are we also finding out that this thing is not nearly as deadly as you scared us into thinking? So I don't know why you're trying to come out now and why this guy is literally trying to say that we're not, the NFL is may, may not happen now, dude, we're going to have people in stands. Let's just, let's just get that out of, out of the way. Now there are going to be fans in stands all sports come about October. I'm calling it now. I'm calling it now. I've called it for a few months now. It's going to happen. It is 100% grade A going to happen. You know why? Because you aren't hearing about the NFL talking about their, 
Um, their plans for no fans and stands are limiting it and stuff. You're not hearing that much about it anymore. There was one guy, one guy, the Miami owner, and he shut up too because they are 100% planning for there to be fans in their stadium, whether that's 50%, 75%, or 100%. We will see Texas already said there's going to be allowed 50% in outdoor stadiums. So we're already on that progress. And you can say, yo, well, there's a second wave coming, bro. Well, maybe. But we'll see how many people would actually kill us. If any, hey, I personally don't know anybody that's passed away from this. I know people that have gotten it. And I T's and P's to the ones that have passed away. The 100,000 plus people that have died. Uh, yes, I'm sorry. But a lot of that is mishandling by people in nursing homes. And a lot of that is fake deaths, too. So let's not act like that's a completely accurate number. All right? So if you are over 65, 70, and you have pre-existing conditions, stay in. I mean, that's clear now. Obviously clear. Stay in your house. Do not leave until there's a vaccine. But the rest of us, we're going to go ahead and get back to our lives. We're going to get back to our lives. We're going to go watch our sports. We're going to do our thing. And so, Dr. Fauci, I'm about done with you, bro. I'm about done with your ass. Just, hey, go sit your ass at home because you're one of those people that needs to be sitting at home and just hang out. Thank you for what you've done all through your life with infectious diseases. Respect you for that. But you, what you have done in the public eye the last few months has been so bad. So bad. I just, I can't stand the flip-flopping, man. You're like, well, the information that comes out, it changes every day. All right, then don't make a statement like that then. We get it. Don't make a statement until it's definitive, okay? I know, well, that's science. Oh, I don't want to hear it. You give me a definitive answer on something when you get on TV, okay? We've done what you done, done what you said. We're not shutting down again. We're going to sports. Sports are happening. PGA is back, baby. MLS is coming back. Aussie Rules football is back. English Premier League is back. The NBA is back. Maybe not Kyrie and a few other guys. NFL is going to be back. SEC, all schools are going to be already saying they're back. All of them are having classes starting in August. We're back 100%. Now. The MLB, mm. this has been a fun topic for us the last few weeks, hasn't it? The last few months. So, as we were sitting here, I received a notification. Robert Manfred, If you, there was a proposal last night between the MLB and the MLPA for a 60-game season. And they thought that was going to work until the MLBPA came back and told them no. We want a 70-game season. And here's what Rob Manfred had to say about that. Rob Manfred says on conference call Thursday that he told the MLBPA head Tony Clark that a 70-game season was simply impossible. Why is that impossible, bro? You know what the difference in those 10 games is money-wise? $245 million. Yes, to us, that's a lot of money. But to them, that's jump change. That You know whose contract that is? As roughly Steven Strasburg's whole contract. 
It's not that much money. Not for billionaires. It's not that much money. And then you divvy it up between 30 teams. Come on. Come on. What is so wrong with giving them 70 games and giving them full pro rata, which is what they should have gotten in this whole entire thing? You finally, we've been bitching, arguing. You've done all these things this entire time to say, oh, we'll give you, uh, we'll give the lower lower guys 95%, but we're going to give 50% to the top guys. No. I'm with the players on this now. What they have done in acting out in, in negotiating in bad faith, negotiating in bad faith so they can get a breach of contract from the players so they can't strike. That what the what Rob Manfred and the owners is doing is asinine. Hey Rob, take the seventy games. You're already going towards ninety four. Hell, you're going worse than ninety four right now, dude. A lot of people, a lot of people are not going to watch baseball because of what you're doing right here, right now. So let's figure this damn thing out, okay? Because if you don't, this will leave a black eye not on just the league. But your entire tenure, you thought the one was bad on Bud Selig for 94? Mm, this is going to be bad because you had three months. Three months. As soon as this thing hit, should have been working out contingencies. Oh, well, we didn't know how long it was going to last because me and my piece of metal. Piece of metal. Called the World Series trophy a piece of metal. His league, his championship trophy, he calls it a piece of metal. This is this guy. This guy. Who is this guy? Why? What are we doing? He is so... Uh, there's got to be a reason, but uh, it's just so bad. Give the players what they want. You had three months, man. Three months to get this figured out. You could have been the first sport back. First sport back in the limelight. Could have been playing. You could have been starting at the beginning of June. There ain't no reason you shouldn't have been starting at the beginning of June. You quarantine the guys in May during a spring training down in the spring training facilities like you had had planned. Or you did it You did it at their, what you're planning on to do now at the home stadiums. You could have quarantined them there. They already have houses. You could have put them in, in a hotel and just said, hey, don't leave the hotel. Nobody in, nobody out. Bada bang, bada boom. Good to go. League pays the hotel, covers all their room fees. Good to go. Why couldn't you do that, man? Why couldn't you do it? Why couldn't you figure it out? But instead, you are the laughing stock of sports. Laughing stock of sports. And it sucks because I'm a diehard baseball fan. I watched Long Gone Summer the other night. Absolutely. Just so much nostalgia and I missed. It made me yearn for baseball so much. I just want to see a Ronald Acuna up at the plate just hitting mammo bombs. That's all I want to see. That's all I want to see. Um, I'll touch on Long Gone Summer here in a sec, but... I'm I'm so fed up with what the MLB and Rob Manfred are doing. So let's move on to the NFL. Everything's good in the NFL, but little news, little news. Jets safety, Jamal Adams, asked the Jets for a trade. He has been very vocal about his frustration over a lack of a new contract. Um, This is setting up for Jamal Adams to get traded to the Cowboys. Calling it now. Calling it now. That's what pretty much the consensus or across the board is. Cowboys need safety. He's going to go there. Um, will Dak ever sign his franchise tag? We'll never know. We'll never know. We'll never know. 
Um, NFL, ignore Dr. Fauci. Y'all are good. Y'all are good. For right now, y'all are good for me. Um, NBA, as I mentioned, uh, starting July 31st, bubble down in or- Orlando. Uh, interesting thing that's been said, if they leave, I guess, the resort, the hotel, if they leave, they have to get tested, they have to get retested upon reentry, and they have to get quarantined for 14 days. So, you know, all these single guys, they're going to get bored with their video games after a little while. They're going to have to go venture out when they think they need a two-week break. They're going to go to a club, and they're going to come back, quarantine for two weeks, take two weeks off, then go. But the thing is, we're playing an eight-game regular season, guys. You can't do that. We're only playing an eight-game regular season, then we're going tournament style, baby. Just buckle in for a few weeks, for, for about a month and a half, two months, and you'll be good. Good to go. I only plan to the end of October if you're going that whole long. Just buckle in. You've had all this time to yourself. So that'll be interesting. Uh the players saying that they don't that they might not play. Um, to be honest, not gonna be that hurt if Kyrie doesn't play for the Nets. The Nets probably aren't gonna go that far anyway, so it's not like Kyrie's played all year. He's been hurt. And he's not even the best guy on the team. And he's got a little bit of a Issue with that, as we saw, he did in Cleveland. So, and shit, Durant ain't even back yet either. And he still <laughs> is, is just funny. Um, I think that's funny that he's literally saying, this is the same guy who thinks the world's flat. This is the same guy. It came out in a text message group with the Nets that he said, we should just start our own league. We can do it. Man, do you realize what goes into starting a league? Do you realize all the paperwork, all the money, every, all the hoops you got to go through? You will just lose your ass if you do that. And you'll never be allowed back in the NBA because you started to try to start your own league. Look how long it took for the XFL. And shit, that got blasted because of Corona. So <laughs> that's just... You got to have a lot of money, man. And I know you do have a lot of money. But I'm talking buku money to start a league and to compete with NBA. Good luck. Good luck. Good luck. Um, Long gone summer. Let's talk about that. So I have a little chat. I took some notes. Um, Just let's go based off emotion real quick. Um, Loved it for the nostalgia. Loved it for the nostalgia. Um execution though not that good of a documentary i'm not gonna lie i was pretty bored it was really awesome to see all the it was like watching a highlight tape essentially it was really awesome to see all the home runs and see baseball on the screen but at the same time it was like where why am i seeing modern day chicago why am i seeing wrigley and, and why am i seeing modern new bush stadium compared to old bush stadium (laughs) like it was the weirdest thing it'd be a cut on the crowd inside both stadiums and then it'd be flashback to sammy sosa at the plate or mark mcguire hitting a home run in old bush stadium which was a completely round stadium from the 90s right or the 60s all the fulton county was the same way here in atlanta where they're all circle stadiums that were all old and decrepit that's why they all got torn down but it was so poorly executed. And then why didn't we get more baseball players on there? 
Why was it just Mark McGuire and Sammy Sosa? Where was King Griffey? Where was King Griffey? Come on. Where was where was uh, the rest of uh, Sammy's uh, teammates? Yeah, we got Kenny, but that was it. Where was uh, we got B, uh, Brian Jordan was on there. That was great. Big fan of B. Joe. Um, Brian Jordan's awesome. He played for the Braves for a while. He was on there, but what I really missed, where they missed it on this, was the entire season. Why wasn't Sammy Sosa involved more? The dude hit 20 home runs in June, and they just eh, mentioned it. Just mentioned it. Like, what are you doing? Sammy Sosa was a freak. And then they just tapped on steroids. Just tapped it and just said, it all came out because of Bonds. all came out because of Barry. No, 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 no. All those guys have been doing steroids way before the 90s. Probably back in the 80s, let's be real. McGuire was juicing up when he was in the athletics. Him and Conseco were 100% Bash Brothers? Come on. You tell me they both didn't get started on that back then? Come on. Come on. All right. So you, let's go diving into the notes now. So for Mark McGuire's 70th home run ball, the guy bought it for roughly $2.7 million, but with taxes and all that, rounded it up to $3 million, he said. Dude, that's a baseball. It's a baseball. You spent $3 million on it? <sighs> Come on. Oh, my God. Um, did not know Mark McGuire was from South, uh, Southern California. Did not know he was originally a pitcher for USC. And then his uh, hitting coach was like, yeah, you're going to be a hitter. You're, you're going to play first base for now, and you're going to hit. Because you can just hit home runs. Okay. I mean, he was, so let's talk about Mark. And this is what's so funny about steroids, and this is how it always goes. Mark was a big guy. Big guy, but lanky. Big guy, but lanky. I mean, he, he wasn't big as shit like he was when he was hitting 70 home runs. But he was a big guy. Like his rookie year, he goes out and hits 49 home runs, sets the rookie record. You don't just do that if you don't have just raw power, right? But when he started taking the steroids, got all these muscles and all these things, got a little bit quicker, got a little bit better, bam, hit 70. Same thing with Sammy. Sammy came up, got to Chicago, skinny little guy. Um, the rumor is, is <laughs> the story that Sammy says, and this wasn't mentioned in the documentary, again, how they didn't, they missed it. They missed it. They missed it. They missed it because Sammy's awesome. Sammy is an awesome guy. He's electric. He's somehow really white now. <laughs> um, but he said he got his wisdom teeth fixed. That was bothering him and not allowing him to eat. And then he housed hot dogs. That's how he got so big. Because he was able to eat because he got his tooth fixed. And he was able to house hot dogs in Chicago. Chicago, come on. Come on, man. We know you were juicing up. You were a skinny little guy. You just juicing up. Then you go look at Barry Bonds. Same thing. Skinny little guy, stealing stealing bases, playing outfield, hawking balls down. Then what's he turn into? 
big old dude, big old head, big old head, big old Barry Bonds ass head. Oh man, that's where they missed it. I just want to. I want a documentary completely dedicated to just steroids. I want all these guys on there. I want them. To, I want teammates being like, "Yeah, he was in there juicing up. We knew we couldn't slap him on the ass because he was sore because he had just juiced up." Yeah, I watched him do it. Yeah, it was part of it. There was no rules. Oh, <laughs> so they talked about the Andro that was in his locker, McGuire's. Look. I took Andrew. Andrew ain't nothing. That ain't steroids. That's just a supplement. You literally could go down a few years ago. It's banned now. FDA banned it, I think. I actually think you can still buy it. I take that back. Certain ones got banned. Um, But you could go down to GNC and buy it. It wasn't anything bad. Wasn't anything bad. That was, let's, let's get that straight up. That wasn't anything bad. It helped you recover. Nothing bad. And really, that's what steroids do in the first place, is they help you recover so that you don't, so you can keep going. And, I mean, shit, do you blame these guys? They're playing 162 games. You get to August, you are dead. Dead. And the only thing that gets you up in September is that late September run. Then you got the playoffs. It's the only thing that gets you through that. So I don't blame them. I mean, argument is, will these guys, should these guys be in the Hall of Fame? It'll ne- it won't happen. I don't know. Um, you got to have some of these old writers die off for that to happen. To be honest, that sounds bad to say, but baseball, it's a weird. It's so weird because they do not. I mean, look at look at look at Bob Costas in the in the documentary. He was about to cry because of it. Like man, they it was it saved baseball. I mean, quote unquote saved baseball. I mean, you still had Cal Ripken and can't. Griffey, all these other guys, Maddox, the Braves, all them, they obviously helped save baseball more so than just this the 98 season home run chase. But still, I mean, these guys were out hitting tanks. Tanks. I mean, the St. Louis Cardinals were a third-place team, and they were sold out every game. Every game. I mean, dude, fans got mad when McGuire got tossed in the first inning we're throwing stuff on the field that's how all they cared about like it, it, it wasn't it's yeah it's a black guy on baseball yeah cheating's bad yeah, obviously cheating's bad but like the entertainment factor was there and that's why it took so long for them to be like oh steroids they finally caught them you know what they sea league and all them knew that was happening they just all turned their eye and just like oh Andrew, oh, that's nothing. Oh, it's just you can get it. Oh, then steroids. Oh, 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 somebody called him out. All right. All right. Now we got to go actually address it. And why did they go to Congress? Never understood that. Why did they have to go and sit in front of a congressional hearing? Never understood that. Never understood that. And then the fact that Sammy isn't allowed back in Chicago because of the cork bat and something about leaving the last his very last game early like dude what Sammy did for when you guys were absolutely mediocre was incredible Sammy Sosa is amazing every kid my age and a little bit older did the the finger touch to the chest to the lips everybody knows that everybody knows that Sammy Sosa was awesome he was an electric factory 
Simple as that. And the documentary missed that. It missed out on the chance. Ugh. He literally says, the, the, his best line is, he's like, God could have chose Griffey, but God chose Sammy. Oh, how awesome. It was so awesome seeing King Griffey swing. Oh, he's got a beautiful swing. Beautiful swing. Like I said, guys, it was a long gone summer was nostalgic and it was nice to see baseball. Um, but poorly executed documentary and it missed a lot of stuff I really wanted to see. A lot of stuff I wanted to see. But way the world way the world goes, you can't control it. Maybe one day we'll finally get a full on steroid documentary with all those guys and they'll finally come out and say, Yeah, I did it. Oh well. I'm about to die anyways in five years. I did it. We all did it. It would be really cool to hear that. I'm not gonna lie. We probably probably will never get it. <sighs> Wishful thinking. All right. Two more things. I'm gonna quickly talk about Delia, then I'm gonna give my chat my ass, and then we're gonna get out of here. So Chris Delia, there are allegations, and there's a bunch of them, of him being a pedophile. Quite ironic for a guy who's played a pedophile twice. Twice. Most notably recently on you. Oh, boy, oh boy. Um, it sucks. It's disappointing because I really like his stand-up. Um, I love his podcast. I think he's a great guy. Or I think he's a great, funny dude. I actually don't know him, so I can't say great. he's a great dude, but... He, his shit's good. He's got good content. Um, me and Cam say silly goose. We say it's good. We say that stuff because of him. Um, it sucks. It sucks. Um, that So the allegations are that he's emailing, he's been emailing um, underage girls, like I'm talking like 13, 14-year-old girls and grooming them. And they're not good. They're not good. They're, uh, they're pr- it's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. He's. It sounds really. It's. It's really weird, really creepy, and when you think about it, it. Delia is kind of an odd guy. Um, he doesn't drink. He doesn't smoke. That doesn't make not make him odd. But usually, when somebody doesn't have something like that, they they're a little off. But I don't know. Um. Yeah, it's just a bad look it's a hundred percent it's the worst look honestly it's it's just so ironic because he's played a pedophile i really hope it comes out that these this is all fake um he's denied it but then he kind of you know denied it then he was like yeah i got wrapped up in the fame and uh i didn't mean i i'm so sorry like hmm, hmm. eyebrows raised eyebrows raised um what you just denied it, but then you're saying you got caught up in the fame and you're sorry. What's that mean, bud? What's that mean? We all want to know. We all want to know the truth. Was it you sending these weird emails? And who emails? Who the hell is emailing? This was I mean, some of the emails were like from 2014, which is really weird. But like, who's emailing? Who in the shit is emailing? Boy, we've had DMs for a long time. 
DMs on the Twitter and the Instagram and texting, like Snapchat. Come on, man. Email? That's how you're going to get caught? Ugh, weird, man. Really weird. Really creepy stuff that should be, that was said. It's, uh, let's, we'll see what happens, but all this is allegations, guys. So if it comes out that he didn't do this, then yay. But if he did do it, then boo. Boo hoo, you little creeper. You freaking creep. Um, time for chat mass. More positivity. Um, what is chapping my ass? Um, really, Dr. Fauci. Obviously, Dr. Fauci. Um, something to chat my ass. We'll do something to chat my ass today. Um, chats my ass when a smart car tries to be speed racer. I was going to uh, the store earlier, and uh, this little smart car tried to cut me off. Try to cut me off, little speed racer. Uh-uh. You don't get, you don't do that. I'm gonna run you over. I'm telling you, this thing was dipping and diving between traffic, and it's just like, hey man, you rear end, you're dead. You are dead if you rear end because a smart car is like the most unsafe car. I swear, and you don't need to be riding people's asses and trying to do do the whole in and out thing. You can't be doing that in a smart car. You need to be going 40 miles per hour tops and hanging out about 10 feet behind me. You or 20 feet behind me. You need to be really far behind me. <laughs> Cuz you're in a fucking smart car. How goofy are smart cars? Ugh. They they almost look like that old BMW car that Urkel had where it, the front opens up and the steering wheel lays down and you have to walk you can get in and out. That's what smart cars remind me of. I feel like that's what they were modeled after. Kind of, instead of being three wheels like the BMW, they were four. It's a four wheel car, and somehow, some way, it has a back seat. Who the hell is putting four people in a smart car? <laughs> Looking like a clown car. Looking like a clown car. What are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know who invented freaking smart cars, but they not whew, bad idea. I get it. We're trying to save space and all that kind of stuff. Well, let's keep that over in Europe. We don't play that game over here, especially in the South. Like our big trucks and our loud cars. Big old trucks and loud cars, baby. That's what we like down here. Down here. (laughs) Uh, Man, I ranted. I ranted in this. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, Thanks for hanging in there with me. If you made it this far, you're the best. Um. I hope I put a little bit of a, a laugh on, on a smile on your face. I hope I gave some funny advice. hope you agreed with me on the whole sports thing with the MLB and Fauci being a dick on the NFL. Um, yeah, guys, uh, stay safe. Thanks for listening. Thanks for hanging out. Um, if you are a new subscriber, thank you. Thank you. If you're a loyal listener, if you're a part of the L's, once again, you're the best. We love you. Um, tell a friend, keep spreading the word. We are going to hit a new high this, this, this month. I've already know it. We're, we're, we're on a good projection. We did really good this last week. You guys, Hey, you're doing really great. And I really appreciate you guys spreading the word. 
If you really enjoy us, keep spreading the word. I'm doing my part. Cam's doing his part. Our friends are doing their part. So thanks. Um, do your part. If you want merch, reach out to me, Cam, or reach out to us on our our uh, podcast Instagram page. Um, you, you can uh, catch us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcast, uh, Podbean, all that stuff, all right? Um, so tell a friend. Thanks for hanging out. You're the best.